Hey, did you guys know there was a Super Mario Brothers movie out there? wonder if anybody went to go see that one. Hello everyone, welcome back once again. JD here, Gaming Off the Beaten Path. Sorry I took a little break last week. It's not super intentional, you know, it happened early on in my blog too. I just sort of missed one week and uh, now not trying to make that a habit. Um, also, not trying to make non-game reviews a habit, but I mean, this Super Mario Brothers movie has become something of a cultural phenomenon. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, this thing made damn near a billion dollars in its opening week. Um, so I figure now is as good a time as any to talk about it. Uh, I'm just going to get this out of the way first and foremost. If I like lack any qualifications to be talking about video games, like I have even less to be talking about movies. I like to think my taste in media has some level of sophistication, right? You know, I'm all good for a hack and slash, but you know, as you guys hopefully have seen, I kind of like some more story driven games and RPGs. Um, when it comes to reading, I've always been a fan of the literary classics. Like I'm that, I was that loser in high school that was like, yes, we get to read a tale of two cities. I am pumped for that. And everybody, you know, rolling their eyes. Um, but when it comes to movies, I am the exact opposite. I don't really watch movies like ever at all. Um, I'm not really a TV person either, but movies it's you know, this is probably the first movie in about a decade that I've seen in theaters. Um, and, you know, I'm not I don't like the Oscar bait movies. I'm not a big fan of, you know, these like pretentious like flicks. Uh, it's just not what I watch a movie for. If I'm watching a movie, I need to be like either laughing out loud at the stupidest thing imaginable um, or being like, wow, that was cool. Like. You know, for all the tale of two cities and great expectations, uh, I like to read and all the, you know, deep story driven RPGs I like to play. Like some of my favorite movies are like, you know, pretty much anything with Jay and Silent Bob in it, the View universe or whatever you want to call it. I mean, you know, it, being from New Jersey, it's kind of a given, right? You know, if uh, if Springsteen's the father and Jovi's the son, Jay and Silent Bob are the Holy Spirits, right? You know, I love me some Billy Madison and, you know, those kind of era uh, Sandler flicks. You know, no one would have ever accused them of being high humor. You know, I won't stoop as low as like Jack and Jill, but, you know, uh, I'm not a savage here. You know, I love Beavis and Butthead do America. Uh, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, you know, Idiocracy, although, you know, you can like... Uh, you can make your arguments for that be having a, a bit of a deeper message, uh, you know, uh, and action wise. You know, I love like Terminator movies again. You know, I know those are kind of critical darlings to a point, but stuff like that. Uh, so that's to say, like, I have, you know, not the the deepest taste in movies. Uh, so take that with a grain of salt. Um, that being said, if you're a gamer 
and you or you have taste in movies that maybe you know you're not looking for that next big flick that's causing you to ponder the meaning of your life i highly recommend you check out the super mario brothers movie uh, especially if you have kids that are also into video games um because it was excellent uh and i will not hesitate to say it's probably one of the best video game movies of all time that isn't really saying a whole heck of a lot but it is it's legit um it's certainly better than the super mario brothers movie from the 90s uh if anybody remembers that uh you know you you this movie shigeru miyamoto had uh director i forget if it was director or producer credits for the most recent movie that movie was made by someone that probably had never actually touched a super mario brothers game or any video game in their lives and the difference you know was apparent um you know again the Super Mario Brothers movie doesn't break new ground in terms of a movie, but it does in terms of a video game movie. And it's one that anybody that's a kid, that's a kid at heart, that's been gaming for as long as I have, I highly recommend. So not going to give any spoilers here or gonna try to avoid them. Although if you've played the games, you know how the story of everything Mario related goes. Although this time we're not starting in the Mushroom Kingdom, but we are in Brooklyn, New York with Mario and Luigi marveling at the start of their new business with their new ad where they have these, you know, Italian accents, these thick Italian accents, you know, to which they say, hey, maybe the accent was a a a little overdoing it. Uh, After their first call goes horribly wrong, Mario and Luigi, they're kind of unsure what to do. They're sitting at their big family dinner and, you know, their father is letting them, especially Mario, have it for leaving his steady job to um, to kind of pursue his own business. So as he's upset, he's depressed, he's watching the news and he sees there's a, a water main break, you know, down Brooklyn. And he decides that that that's my chance. You know, I'm going to become great. He goes he and Luigi, they pop off their manhole. They end up in a section of the New York City sewers that uh, looks like nobody's been there for a long time. And in that section of the sewers, they find a suspicious green pipe. Y'all know exactly what kind of pipe I'm talking about. So the pipe sucks them in. Mario, after you know some theatrics, finds himself amongst a field of giant mushrooms, and he encounters a mushroom man who introduces himself as Toad. Uh, He's landed in the Mushroom Kingdom, and that's a far better fate than what has befallen Luigi, who's in the Darklands, under control of the evil King Bowser. Toad, after hearing this, panics not just with Mario, but for him, and he takes him to meet Princess Peach, the leader of the Mushroom Kingdom, in hopes that she can help him rescue his brother. But Bowser, who is, as you will see at the start of the movie, claimed a newfound power star, and he has nefarious plans of his own, wanting to use its power to control the universe, because, of course, he does. I don't know how much better they could have done with the plot. Like, 
I don't know, maybe have cut out some of the stuff with the real world and just go straight up Mario with the Mushroom Kingdom. Um, although I do kind of like the setup. It sort of helps the movie like stand on its own, be something a little bit different from the game. Um, and, you know, as I said before, this movie is not trying to win Best Original Screenplay at the Oscars. It's trying to be a fun movie for gamers and their kids. Um, it is absolutely packed to the gills with Nintendo fan service, not just Mario. Um, I mean, just everywhere. The the pizzeria that Mario and Luigi are eating in when the movie starts is called Punch-Out Pizza, and its walls are just covered with pictures of Little Mac and Glass Joe and Mr. Dream and you, all the Punch-Out characters. There's an arcade machine in that pizza shop. It's a Jumpman cabinet, and we all, for those of you who don't know who Jumpman is, it's kind of, let's put it this way, Jumpman is to Mario what Steamboat Willie was to Mickey Mouse, right? Like, he's kind of like a proto-Mario. Um, You know, of course, later in the movie, Mario and Peach, in looking for some help to defeat Bowser, they visit the Jungle Kingdom, and it's ruled actually by Cranky Kong. Mario decides to battle against his son, Donkey Kong, uh, in an effort to win his favor. And the arena they fight in looks straight out of a Smash Brothers game. And it's not even just that, right? Like, you know, you have your 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 surface level references where everyone's chanting and you hear one high voice, uh, high voice keep going donkey kong don, and cranky has to tell diddy to pipe down and there's diddy and dixie and all the other kongs um but they really go deep with the attention to detail here like during this fight scene donkey kong uses pretty much his entire smash brothers move set like not even just his special moves you know his punch his ground pound and i don't know if he uses the spin the arm spin but uh, I mean, we're talking his like his normals, like his drop kick, his aerial drop kick, his smash attack. Um, you know, that's the level of detail here that we're talking about. Um, you know, there's a scene where you're driving on Rainbow Road in carts, which I think is pretty awesome. You know, there's dry bones everywhere in the Darklands and Luigi steps on one. And he's like, yes, I gotcha. And then it, you know, as dry bones will do it builds itself back up. Um, you know, the, even at the Rainbow Road scene at the end, you know, just when it looks like the good guys, Mario and DK, are about to get away, they get hit with a blue shell. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, we've all had that experience. Just when the good guy's winning, he gets hit with a blue shell. Um, I mean, the visuals are great. You know, they're 3D animation. This is always what I kind of envisioned a Mario movie would and should look like. It's bright, it's colorful, it's alive. All the characters, they look like they've pulled straight from the games, you know, from Dry Bones and the, you know, the Koopa Troopers and Goombas. Uh, Sniff It and Shy Guy are, are kind of hilarious, you know. I don't know. I think they're funny looking. Um to the way the toads look, the way Mushroom Kingdom looks. There's, you know, I do wish there were mo more scenes with Yoshi, but, you know, there's, you know, he gets in there from a little bit as like a cameo. And, you know, even like 
stupid, like just regular old enemies like Blobber the Octopus, right? Like anyone who's played Mario, you know, knows who Blobber is and like to see him kind of animated, it just, you know, I think it was pretty cool. The bricks, the coins, the pipes, the everything, the fire flowers, the shrinking mushrooms, the giant, you know, the regular power up mushrooms. It just screams Super Mario Brothers. You know, it leans really hard into nostalgia, but it also offers a little, uh, you know, something for everyone. You know, for those true 80s OGs that remember 1985 when the first game came out to, you know, us 90s and aughts kids that were there during like the formative, you know, the blow up years of the gaming industry to even modern gamers who, you know, maybe your first Super Mario Brothers game was Odyssey or Galaxy. There's a little something there for everyone. Um, you know, it, again, it's a kid's movie. It's very much targeted at children, but there's plenty there to like for, you know, for older gamers as well. You know, it's not so just dumbed down and strictly pointed at children that, you know, no one over the age of 10 is going to find anything to like here. They definitely considered that there's going to be some older people, not just parents, but, you know, some lifelong fans coming to the theaters to check this out. And boy, were they right. Um, so, you know, uh, the movie's not perfect, right? I mean, again, not challenging for an Oscar here, but it's a little too by the book. Um it would have been nice to have some, you know, level of development. Like they touch on this a little bit for about a two minute conversation, you know, why peach looks like she does, you know, why are all the toads toads? And she basically looks like a human being. Like she kind of mentions how she got to the mushroom kingdom, but you know, it doesn't expand. And the, the a movie like this would have been the perfect opportunity, I think, to expand on something like that. Because I've been wondering that since, like, 1993. Um, you know, it's more of a two-hour-long nostalgia trip than it is a movie. For me, that's okay. Because that's what I was looking for, and it's what I anticipated going in. But if you're like a non-gamer that you're just checking this out to see what all the fuss is about, you're probably not going to, you're going to miss out like on, on that. Like you're going to see a lot of this stuff and just be like, what, where did that come from? Um, and I, I think that's a lot of the reason between for the, the, the wide gap between reviewer scores and viewer scores, you know, any critic that's going to watch this is probably going to going to dump on it. They probably don't play video games and knowing how movie critics are, they probably actively look down on video games and people who do. Um, so if you find yourself like frequent, more frequently aligning your, you know, with, with reviewer scores, um, you might want to sit this one out. Like if you, just were, you know, had your mind blown by the shape of water or with the fish man movie, or, you know, like it, it, it has to be at least as, as good as parasite or what's the Korean one is parasite. Right. 
uh, yeah, like if that's what you're trying, you're looking for, like that's your idea of a good time at the movies, uh, you may not find as much to like with Super Mario Brothers. The biggest criticism, though, that I've heard that I believe was founded comes from the voice acting. Uh, it's not as bad as some people say, but it's definitely not the strongest part of the movie. Uh, I will make the exception. Jack Black's excellent as Bowser. He's over the top, but I, I also think that's how Jack Black just is as a human being. Um, you know, and, and you can also kind of tell that he really loves the, the source material. Um, you know, I, I've always been a big fan of his. Uh, it's weird to see him in something like this to me, you know, I'm not super in touch with pop culture when it comes to like movies or anything like that. You know, not that I know he hasn't been in things, but to me, Jack Black is still like the guy from Tenacious D. Uh, so, you know, Keegan, Michael Key, like I know who he is, you know, he didn't voice Toad the way I think a lot of people wanted. Um, but his performance was at least interesting. Uh, that being said, I don't think Seth Rogen's great for Donkey Kong. He just, it doesn't, he didn't fit to me at least. I mean, he does, he's serviceable. Fred Armisen doesn't really do Cranky Kong justice, although I don't know how much that's Fred's fault as it is. The writing kind of wasn't, you know, Cranky Kong, frankly, wasn't cranky enough. Like if you've played the Donkey Kong games, you know, his, his persona in the movie is a little more like, fun loving and we all know cranky kong is a, a zero fun kind of monkey um i've seen a lot of complaints too about anna taylor anya taylor joy who who voiced peach not really delivering her lines with a lot of conviction and i kind of agree with that um she's definitely more comfortable in some scenes than others uh, i don't know maybe you know there are scenes where she's not so comfortable she recorded early and you know kind of got on with it um charlie day uh, from it's always sunny in philadelphia i don't know if he that's who i'd have picked to voice luigi but he was fine chris pratt was fine as mario um the problem is mario's already got a voice actor um charles martinet does make a, a guest appearance he voices mario and luigi's father whose name is apparently giuseppe um, but why couldn't he have just been the voice of Mario? I, I really don't understand, you know, especially it obviously wasn't a bad blood or a heat kind of thing, uh, because he's in the movie, even if it's just for a little bit, but I kind of understand why when taking off my gamer hat and putting on my movie person hat, they're always casting those people with star power in mind. Who's the star? Where's the star? You know, that's because that's who what makes people come out and see a movie. When you're making a live action movie, especially one that's like a big time blockbuster. Yeah, that's the case. But. It's not this isn't live action, it's animated, you know. It's also an animated movie that is directed at two primary primary audiences gamers and children and neither of those groups care at all who chris pratt is or anya whatever her name is or even jack black or keegan michael key you know i'm not gonna lie like this is how non-movie person i am and how like out of touch i had to look up who he is 
I didn't realize he was Guardians of the Galaxy guy. Um, you know, I have I'm a little more like I know TV, so I knew who Charlie Day was. I know again, I knew Jack Black more from Tenacious D and School of Rock, you know, which is 20 something years ago. I know Key and Michael Key more from Key and Peel, which is getting old at this point, you know. Um 90% of the people that, you know, initially, at least in that initial blitz that are going to the theater, don't care about any of these people. They are there to see Mario. For those of us that grew up in the 80s and 90s, Charles Martinet is Mario. I'm sure that there's some people, you know, from the early 80s that it's just like, no, you know, forget him. Captain Lou Albano is Mario or, you know, whoever his voice actor was in like those early series. But, you know, you guys, that's real hardcore. Um, but, you know, that's just honestly how a, I and I think a lot of gamers felt about some of these casting decisions. That being said, I, I don't think the voice acting was bad. Like I've seen some people say it's bad. It's not bad, but it is a bit underwhelming. That being said... Not enough to sink the movie. Uh, it's not a deep and meaningful film. There's no deep, you know, allegory to, you know, the deeper meaning of life. And, you know, there's not a message uh, of, you know, a, of Voltaire's philosophy hidden there. This is a two hour long nostalgia trip for gamers and their children um, that features a fun, exciting, colorful world with video game references from, you know, obvious to deep cuts just out the wazoo. I recommend it to anybody that's a lifelong gamer, uh, especially for those of you that are Nintendo kids. Um, I'm not going to say it's the best video game movie ever, but it's got to be in the conversation. It's probably in the top five. Again, not really a high bar to clear. But... It's up there with the two Mortal Kombats, both the 90s version and the more recent one, the recent Sonic the Hedgehog movie, Detective Pikachu, um, as some of the the better gaming movies out there. Uh, you know, going back to my point about loving horrible movies, I mean, this guy is partial to Street Fighter. You know, you can say what you want about it. You can't make me hate that movie. But in terms of actual, you know, objective quality, you know, this Super Mario is closer to those, you know, movies I mentioned before. So if you're a gamer, you're casual or hardcore, check the movie out. If you have kids that are into video games, check the movie out. Um, I'm not going to give it a number score because, again, I'm not really a movie guy, um, but it was definitely solid it was worth my time i am not again i don't really like movies i don't like sitting still for an hour and a half i have to at least have a controller doing something with my hands and i at no point was bored wanted to get up leave the theater was like when is this going to be over it was a fun time and i'm happy i went and saw it so that's going to do it for this week uh thanks for tuning in once again there won't be any long breaks next time um and we'll actually get back to talking about video games um but until then if you're one of the few people that hasn't uh seen super mario brothers go check it out 
Thanks for listening. See you next time.